You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. you guys welcome back to another thursday episode of clapback culture i'm your girl jules jesse and i got my co-host with me what's up jules (laughs) jesse (laughs) clapback what's up y'all let's have an amazing time time to do it time let's do it do it let's do it so welcome back rodney um glad to have you back on the show seems like you've been a pretty normal reoccurring face on the show um okay. we're glad to have you of course, people like, of me. course. people like me i keep it i keep it real i think Do i keep like an authentic kind of view that people just crave you know i'm ready i'm ready to okay, give some cool, more authenticity cool. today <laughs> all right well hopefully you had a good week we got one more day till it's friday um yeah. i know everybody's looking forward to this fight coming up are oh, yeah. you what, what's how are you feeling about well, this? I'm going with Bud, y'all. So so we got the Earl Spence and, and um Terrence Crawford fight coming up this Saturday. Highly anticipated fight, one of the biggest fights in the last few years. Um, you know, all we kind of, you know, we kind of all we have is that and kind of Tank Davis right now. Um, uh, we do got my young boy from Philly, you know, saying shout out to him too. He's nice too, but I, I'm going with Bud, you know. Earl Spence is the favorite, he's bigger, he he's more of a power puncher, but Bud a dog. But is a dog. I mean, this is going I, I to like. Fight. I see Cuddy in the comments. He's saying his. He's saying he's going with. Yeah, go with Bud. Nine it's, a little, it's a little different when you got uh, a lot of kids. You got really. And, and, Bud, and Bud is like from somewhere weird, like Nebraska or something. Like he's from like this crazy town. <laughs> he got like he. He just. I mean, it, it's just. I can't wait, man. Man, I wish I was in Vegas right now. So many people I know going to Vegas for the fight. On their way. Vegas is going to be lit this weekend. You guys make sure you guys are safe. Have a great and amazing time out there in Vegas. Uh, Yeah, let's do it up. Let's get into it, though. There's a lot of topics going on. And guess what? We're not even at the end of the week. But listen, you guys, if you didn't think we were going to talk about this, you have to know that this is clap back culture. We don't clap back at all the things. Hunter Biden, that sweetheart deal is off the table. Your boy went to court today. And guess what? The prosecutor said, yeah, we want to uh, move forward with that deal. But we got some other charges coming up along the line. We have one of my good um uh, one of these lawyers called Lawyers for Workers on Instagram. Shout out to him. I, he he he's, broke he's down the woman. he broke down the clip so well. I brought it here to you guys. Let's take a look and see what he had to say about it. You are not going to believe what happened when Hunter Biden walked into court today to enter a plea on his tax charges and his felony gun charge, where he was facing ten years. He had gotten the sweetheart deal of a lifetime, and during the court conference, it was high drama. The prosecutor announces that, yeah, we're settling the tax charge and the gun charge, but we're still investigating him for violating foreign lobbying laws. There's been a lot of smoke around Hunter using his father's name and image and influence to go get money from foreign officials in exchange for favors. And today, the prosecutor announcing in court, guess what happened? The defense said, wait, what? 
No, no, no. We have no deal. If you're going to still charge him with some foreign lobbying stuff, we are not pleading guilty. The deal is off. The judge said, go outside, try to figure it out. They could not figure it out. Hunter Biden came back into court and pled not guilty. He's facing tax charges for not paying hundreds of thousands of dollars in tax on nearly $3 million of income. He's facing a federal felony gun charge carrying with it a 10-year maximum sentence for being in possession of a Colt revolver when he was a drug addict and not allowed to have that. And it was all going to go away on a sweetheart deal, but now he's also facing charges. This does not happen. You don't go into court with a plea deal and it all just melts down in front of the federal judge. And it did because it's not regular when it's Hunter Biden and people of power. It's not regular when you're Hunter Biden. I'm somewhere eating popcorn, baby. (laughs) Trump cannot stand Hunter Biden. Matter of fact, he can't stand none of them old Sleepy Joe. I know he's sitting back hating real good. He's loving every moment. Of it. <laughs> but how do you how do you feel about this? Right. Like well, you're a person who's been, you know, involved in the judicial system, in the criminal huh? justice system. He's he, he made a deal offline. He's going in to sign this plea agreement. And then all of a sudden it you know, they switched it up. Like, doesn't that make you feel some type of way? Absolutely. It's, it's I mean. That's what privileged people do. You know, the system is always in their favor. So the one time it's not, they, you know, have a hissy fit like this and they say, oh, I'm not taking a deal. Um, The judicial system is so whacked up. It's so crazy. Our constitution, our whole justice system is just so criminal that it doesn't make any sense. They never stand on their word. They never keep their deals. Um, I'm not surprised. And I'm not surprised that once they charge him, that they won't charge him with other things because you guys might not have heard the saying, but they say that the feds can charge a ham sandwich and they mean that. So just because charges don't stick doesn't mean they don't charge you. And when they charge you, obviously those charges are put in a way in which you have to show up. You have to show up. Usually you're incarcerated as a result and things in that nation. And it's terrible. Like, it is terrible. The judicial system is criminal. So while he had his little court revolver, you know, I'm not sure if he was a felon prior to this, but that would only make sense because a felon is not allowed to have a, a, um, a pistol. So that makes sense as to why he's having the felony gun charges. Mm-hmm. Um, to say, um, that th- these charges are so minor, it doesn't make any sense. Now, there's new charges they're bringing up. I don't know the statutes on that or how much it, it um it, you know, how much it runs or how much time comes with it. But they are going to try to nail him to the cross. And I'm so sorry. It has nothing to do with Hunter Biden, but everything to do with his father as being the president. Well, I also think that Hunter Biden does need to be held accountable if and it's not even if because you already know, like if I'm Hunter Biden or a child of a sitting president, you're definitely going to flex and use the influence of your parents, of, you of your namesake in order to uh, advance in business. But what makes this issue, what makes this an issue is the fact that he is um, uh, negotiating deals with uh, with 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 foreign with foreigners. And so. That's not the way that you need to roll, and so do it all the time. His man is Putin. <laughs> so, so politics are screwed. I mean, they're they they're, they're flawed. They're foul. You can go and charge every sitting president. You can go and charge every congressman, every senate, every politician. You can go and charge them with something. Everybody yeah. has a closet full of skeletons, and it's just how the world works. And they have gotten so sloppy with it that they do everything in the open. 
So these relationships, these foreign relationships, these domestic relationships that are so crooked that it doesn't make any sense, they are all in bed together. And I mean, you're charging Hunter Biden. And I'm not one of those people that say, oh, he did it. So everybody should be able to do it. I agree with you, Jules, when you say he should be held accountable. Right. But at what cost? You know, it's like it's one of those things where he's he's in bed with those in power that could just make this go away tomorrow. And America wouldn't care. We care about murder. We care about, you know, the masses being infected. We care about this fake v- vaccine. And we we care about all these different things, right? But no one really cares about this. It's like, we just care about it because it's in the news right now. And, right. and it's, it's like, how much do he really owe in taxes? We know that his family can pay that in the drop of a dime. So is it really tax invasion? Or, or did the person that did his taxes actually put it out there and frame them. You know, these kind of things, you know, who's really paying taxes? Is he really being faulty because he didn't do it on time? I mean, it's a lot of things in there which we know. I don't want to say, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist and say it's a setup, but I also will hope that the American people know that he, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I won't say that, but it is. I, I'm. I'm shocked that that these charges came up, and I'm sure that he's done far worse that he could have been charged with. I'll leave it at that. These are one. This is one of those situations where this is what they could pin on him, and they're doing this to, um, you know, in the beginning of an election season, right? Yeah. And so this is what we want to stir up. We want to show that his child is, you know being indicted on these criminal charges and, you know, the son of a president is a criminal and all of these things. And he sleeps with prostitutes and they're going to like lay out these huge pictures on Capitol Hill and, and make it like a thing. Um, But to your point, do the American people really care? Not really. Right. Like if I'm going to the polls, am I voting for a president based on what their son is doing and whether or not they're colluding Mm -hmm. with uh, foreigners in order to advance their own personal wealth? Maybe not. I watched an entire president go on live, go live on TV and say that he loves grabbing women by the pussy. I heard him say that um, he doesn't pay any taxes. I heard him say, I heard him signal um, those supposed KKK um, individuals. Proud boys. There was a lot. They were great people. And I've seen the entire American people forget about it with him just giving people stimulus, with him um, up in the economy. So I've seen, we have never seen a president like Donald Trump. It's negative on on negative things. And he came in and eradicated all his faults Mm -hmm. by putting money in our face. And and, and as you can see, as a greedy American people as as we are, everybody forgot about it. And not even even forgot, but just forgave and and moved on. (laughs) We as Americans, we will hear there will be several things in this new cycle. And and we'll we'll put a bow on this topic and move on because it it speaks to exactly what we're talking about. We will put a bow on things and just say, okay, I'm actually I've exhausted all the the resources, the thought that I want to give on this, and we're going to move on to the next thing. And yeah. that's kind of how it is. And, and that's really how you almost have to be in order to get through this thing called life. Yeah, it's sad, though, and I hate it. Um, yeah. We have to do better. And eventually, I wish America would do better. Everybody go to Africa. Everybody go to Africa. 
<laughs> Not everybody. Um, listen, speaking of politics, uh, officials and lawmakers, you guys had a had a conversation today on the Hill uh, where three retired retired military vet- veterans, excuse me, testified um, at a House hearing on unidentified. Oh and, yeah, and, and they're calling it unidentified anomalous phenomenon, aka FOs. Also, also um, non-human. Also non-human. Also non-biological uh, entities. So, with that said, you guys, the the House Oversight Subcommittee conveyed um, conveyed this hearing about the UFOs. We have a clip about it that's going to break everything down. Let's take a look, and we'll come back and we'll talk all about it. This was crazy. The House Oversight and Accountability Subcommittee held a historic hearing on unidentified anomalous phenomena, also known as UFOs. Lawmakers heard from three witnesses today, including former U.S. military and intelligence community personnel who claim to have come into contact with such objects. Natalie Brand has more now from that hearing. We have nothing close to it. Retired Navy Commander David Fravor testified before Congress about an encounter he cannot explain, a strange tic-tac-shaped object he says he saw in the sky during a training mission in 2004. The technology that we faced was far superior than anything that we had. Lawmakers on Capitol Hill are digging into the national security concerns and the mystery posed by unidentified anomalous phenomena, or UAPs, also known as UFOs. Do you believe that our government is in possession of UAPs? Absolutely, based on interviewing uh, over 40 witnesses over four years. I know the exact locations. A whistleblower who formerly worked on the Defense Department's UAP task force, David Grush, claims he was denied access to information on a government UFO crash retrieval program, something the Pentagon disputes. Biologics came with some of these recoveries. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to. Congress members from both sides of the aisle are demanding more transparency from the U.S. Department of Defense. A recent report revealed the government is investigating more than 650 potential sightings. But Ryan Graves of Americans for Safe Aerospace says there's still a stigma around reporting. Right now we need a system where pilots can report without fear of losing their jobs. The witnesses say better data is needed to determine what the identified objects are and their origins. Natalie Brand, CBS News, Capitol Hill. All right, you guys, if we didn't have enough to worry about already. Now we have a hearing in front of Congress about UFOs. So are UFOs really real? Do you believe the testimony of these uh, these former military veterans? Or is this all a hoax? Or is this fodder to prepare us for what's to come? <laughs> okay, well, we get started. Why was that newscaster? He looked aggressive. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that man looked aggressive. He looked crazy. I wasn't expecting that, man. I, I wanted to cut it and play it back, but we ain't going to do that. No. Look, let, now, on a serious note, right? I was so excited to talk about this. I seen this earlier, and, um, and it was crazy. So, Area 51 must be real. Of course, Area 51 is real. Really? 
Yes, it's a real it's a real zone called Area 51. Now, the the idea around it being like a location for UFO sightings and things of that nature, that hasn't been confirmed, but clearly this is confirmation if nothing else that there is U- UAPs or UFOs whatever yeah. you want to call it. I used to I used to want this information. I wanted clearance to be able to really like figure these things out but at this point it's given like this must be some scurry ass stuff because they do not allow it to come out to the public and we have yeah. been i mean look, look at all the movies who that's been inspired by these sightings and everything like that obviously what about favorites independence day et things like that and many many more but it must be some scurry scurry stuff going on because when i say it's not only top secret in america it is top secret all over the world China, Japan, Europe, even parts of Africa. No one allows you to really understand the significance of um, these these per se aliens. And it's going on. Sightings have been seen all over the world. I mean, even watching that video. So if you think, if you know anyone in the military, they tell you that we have our planes and the things that we have that fly can only fly at certain angles, right? Meaning like up, down, left, right. We don't have things that can really travel uh, in, in certain like circumference and diameters and things of that right. nature. Like how things fly a certain way. So that's how they really identify um, when an alien or, or something alienist, you know, enters our atmosphere. However, I'm really excited to see. Well, I would like someone to go in and, and I kind of understand it, though. I'll tell you this, Jules. You cannot really stop um uh population panic but i feel like this is the most desensitized this world has ever been yeah <laughs> and i'm talking about covid murder all the things that's happening if if the world could handle something i think now would be the best time because we're dealing with so much people just don't care anymore about anything like i think they can handle the information i can't but I think you bring up the point that I wanted to make in that this is the the way that they kindly introduce the idea of of life beyond our own earth. Right. And so this is a very safe way to say, yes, we're confirming that there is life beyond earth. Right. That there is non-biological content making contact here on earth that is far superior in technology than what we know, right? This is not a new concept to us human beings, to our, to us earthly humans. It's not a new concept, but it's, it's being wrapped in a way and presented to us in a way that Congress, the people who are leading our government, want us to be able to have transparency and share this with the world. Listen, People, people know, right? This is footage being released by the Department of Defense. They're allowing this to hit the floor, right? This is not, if they wanted to keep it concealed, they absolutely would have kept it concealed. This is not whistleblowers, right? This is people who it's like, oh, okay, let's go ahead and make a whistleblower go out there and say that. Because even these veterans who testify today, what they said was, they want to allow pilots to be able to report on these sightings with without having that fear of retribution. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why someone would feel like they would lose their job if I, I, I assume it has something to do Whoa. 
with their clearance and, and all of that things. Um, but this is this is a way for us as a, as a, as a population to be softly introduced to things that are coming. Because what was the first thing, right? It was like these balloons. Oh, these balloons. We shot this down. Think about that 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 plane that got shot down that shook the entire DMV yeah. area, right? And, yeah, and, and when that happened, did you did you hear about that story that happened a couple of weeks ago? When the two younger guys said that they seen a, a, um, a uh, spaceship crash, and then they seen a large figure, and no, yep. and the police came in the backyard in Las Vegas. So, yeah. your point: it, it's it's a way to desensitize us to get us more comfortable for when there's a huge interaction, so that there's not this huge level of fear to say, "Listen, guys, we've already been kind of leading you up and telling you about this." So. I don't listen. I hope I don't sound like a conspiracy theorist. You guys tap into the comments and then let me know. What's your boy Bezos already? I mean, uh, Jeff, is it Jeff Bezos or is it Elon Musk? What's one of them got the trial runs up to space right now? That was Bezos. Okay, so are you going up there? You taking you a little space travel trip? Oh no, 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 no! I'm good off that. I, I think you and I <laughs> talked about that before. I'm not interested in getting in a. Um, well, I would. I would love for you to go. I'll stay here. No, but I would love to be out there like this. Go, 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 go. Interested in having a connection with aliens. Am yeah. I going to be, I'm going to be very nice to them when they come here on earth and decide to take over and do all that. I'm, I'm going to be compliant. Okay. I'm going to try to see what that's given. Um, but to be honest with you, I hope I don't see this in my lifetime. So I hope, aliens eat babies. Well, I'm gonna have to, <laughs> have to hold Cairo very close to my heart. You see your face just now. Yeah, you you really he was like, hold on, what? Yeah, it's not giving that. Yeah, not, um, I, I just hope I'm not here to see this come into fruition. That's that's I'm how fighting. I feel about it. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. Listen, hopefully we're not here. Let's move on to our next topic, you guys. The police um, released the dogs on an unarmed black man. This was crazy. This is crazy. Uh, crazy. State troopers pulled over a trucker. Um, He failed to uh, stop at an inspection station. We don't have the 911 clip, but there is a a call um, in which the driver calls 911 and he's like, hey, I am being um, chased down by the police by these state troopers, it's like 10 cars and they have their guns pointed at me. I'm scared to stop. So he's calling 911 to let them know, like, listen, I want to stop. They laid down the um, uh, the tracks to conduct a stop to stop the actual truck. He gets out and he begins to comply. We have a video of what takes place next. Let's take a look. It was the Ohio State Highway Patrol that started the traffic stop. Those troopers, also the ones who warned Circleville police against releasing the dog. They unleashed it anyway, and now those actions are being criticized. Michelle Nix live tonight with the breaking details. Michelle. Good evening, Jim. That controversial decision and the end result all caught on camera. An unarmed black man already surrendering attacked by a police canine. That canine unleashed even after state troopers warned the other law enforcement agency that the man already had his hands in the air. Do not release the dog with his hands up. Do not release the dog with his hands up. Don't. 
Truck driver Jadarius Rose of Tennessee screams out in pain. After a Circleville police officer unleashed his canine and ordered the dog to attack. The controversial move by Circleville police, located outside of Columbus, all caught on camera. Troopers who initiated the stop clearly shocked because they repeatedly warned Circleville police that the suspect surrendered. Was I not loud enough? You said it three, yeah, four like more times. This all happened on July 4th as the Ohio State Highway Patrol tried to pull over the semi, the driver failing to stop for an inspection on US 23. Stop sticks had to be used to bring the truck to a screeching halt. As the driver clearly appeared to be complying with verbal commands from troopers, a Circleville police officer took a different approach, setting his canine loose. I was afraid. So there was a statement released um, that the Ohio officer who was handling the police dog that mauled uh, Jadarius Rose um, has been fired. Um, in a statement, uh, you, the, they, say, they say this, Officer Speakman did not meet the standards and expectations we hold for our police officers um, and has been terminated from the department effective immediately. Um, here's what I think about this. I think the reason that this officer was immediately released is because the state trooper who is heard on the body camera footage that says, do not release the dog, do not release the dog, do not release the dog while his hand is up. And then after he releases it, he turns to his colleague and says, do you think he heard me? Was I loud enough? How many times did I have to say it? And then the officer tells him back, you said it like four times. That footage being shown widely across to America puts the pressure on uh, the Centerville Police Department to say, listen, even your law, your, your, your law enforcement counterparts gave the directive who, were, who was in charge of the stop to say, hold up, do not do that. Um, what really pisses me off about this is that historically, we know that Black folks have been um, the victims of being mauled by dogs. And so you, you will see during the civil rights movement um, and pictures that they release these dogs on Black people in order to um, really to, uh, to hurt them. To, for a lack of a better way to say it. And so this is one of those things that is, I think, a historical trauma that is just embedded in us. I don't want to see this again. The NAACP has stepped out um, against this. And I think that, um, you know, Jadarius Rose, regardless of why he did not stop, why he didn't um, pull over to the inspection station, he had his hands up. He was complying with officers, following, getting out of his truck. Um, and therefore, this should not have happened. Um, for me, um, in just a real honest moment, I'm, I'm angered. Um, it's, it's crazy because I felt really well with the show and with coming on. When I see things like that, it triggers me. Um, mm -hmm. As a black man, um, I put myself in his shoes. I continue to say this over and over on this show, um, but there's a problem 
that black people lives are not valued. We talk so much about, we have allowed whites, Latinos and every other culture to come in with this new movement um, that says all lives matter. Um, and the reason why I'm so against that and the reason why I'm so against those who try to shame individuals with Black Lives Matter because they didn't do the right thing with some of the funds, um, they missed the message. Mm-hmm. If there was a if 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 all lives matter was was an issue, um, we wouldn't be we would we we would have said all lives matter. But it's black lives that's in question because continuously we see things like this. We continue yeah. to see police brutality done in the masses. This was a new and old age lynching. Yeah, um, you had all of your proud boys standing around, and they felt and they they felt. Immediately, they they feel as if their counterparts would have wanted to see this kind of nonsense. Why did you just fire him? Why didn't you fire the the his his partner as well? His partner was there. His partner could have stopped the dog. They are both in charge of that dog. They are both together. His partner never told him to stop. His partner was right there with him, so his partner was in agreement with what happened. The damn dog ran past the guy. Went back to the police, about to get them, and ran. He, 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 his dog. When he gave the order for his dog to bite, his dog ran past, and he came back to make sure his dog bit that man. And look how long it took to get the dog. Them dogs come off with, on command. Look how long it took for them to get the dog off. You had to have other officers to say get the dog off for what? Do you think what? those dogs come off on command? Because I was thinking that too. I'm no, like, wow, no, the dog no. was on it's for a long time. A, it's not a pit bull. Those dogs go for go through instant instant and intensive training. Intensive training. That they're puppies. Those dogs release on command. They're not they're not um, game driven and and all of that. No, they are police dogs. They're very smart for a reason. Um, and and and, and I hate that. I, I really hate seeing something like this because it just sets a terrible precedent for the world. Every time you, every time we see these stories and, and and these kind of depictions of black people, this this is how we're portrayed to the masses. That it says that it's okay when you have eight eight white people in the rural America somewhere. It is okay to have this kind of behavior on a black man, and it's such the opposite. And and my my heart goes out to this guy because you guys are really missing the picture. The only reason why he's getting justice right now. It's because they couldn't find a gun. It's because they couldn't find a speck of drugs because they couldn't find anything wrong with what he was doing other than he forgot to go to that trucker stop. Because let me tell you why. A story would not come out unless they were able to give reason as to why this mauling happened. And that's interesting that you bring that up because I haven't found why uh, Jadarius Rose, who's only 23, like he's young, did stop. Yeah, he's only 23 and he was originally being pulled over for a missing left rear mud flap. So that's the only thing that's in the police report. So time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. So at first it was he didn't stop at a way station. Uh-huh. Now he's being stopped for not having a mud flap. Well, the state highway patrol put in their incident report that they tried to stop him because the trailer was missing that left rear mud flap. Um, and where is it? And so 
you might not know this, but I'm actually studying for my CDL. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and everybody that's out there watching this, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see anywhere where it's state required for you to have a mud flat. And I, I could be wrong. I think you, I think you probably do. Right. I think you, you nine times out of 10, you probably do. And to go back to your point, in order, if, if there were something else wrong about the stop, if he had weapons, if he had drugs, if he had um, an expired driver's license, if he didn't have insurance, if there was something, some type of contraband in the actual trailer, all of those things would have been found out, right? Because he this, this, this because guy got pulled over for driving while black. He got pulled over for no reason other than driving while black. What happened was was that after all of this happened, they crossed their T's and dot their I's and went and found them a problem with this with this issue. Which because was the rear mud flap. Exactly. They went and found them a problem. Who, well, just, I mean, let's just use your head. Who's getting pulled over on a tractor trailer for a mud flap, Lucy? Well, which is why when, when I first heard this, this story, I thought it was so disturbing. And I was like, well, my initial thought was, well, why didn't he just pull over? He didn't pull over because he didn't do anything wrong. And he didn't pull over because he either he knew that it was unsafe or You're there's right. a backstory story to this. Whereas he's, you know, I mean, he, you you don't know what's going on. Police, he could have seen police following him for so long. Well, he calls 911 during the commission of the stop and he's like, hey, I have all of these police chasing me, wanting to pull me over. They have their guns drawn. I don't know what's going on. I'm scared to pull over. I need to make sure that there's some accountability and some transparency here. So I'm calling, I'm contacting 911 to let you know why I'm not stopping. Listen, this was a 30 minute ride. Like this was a long time. So when they laid down the tire deflating uh, strip in order to pull this guy over, I'm actually impressed with the state highway troopers who still had the grace to not just go in all aggressively, right? Because, because they knew they was in the wrong for some reason. If when police are in the right, they're not going to not go hard, Lucy. They're okay. not going to not go hard. Let me tell you, and I'm giving, I'm gonna give you another perspective on how to look at this because we think about driving while black while you're inside of inner 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 cities and things of that nature, right? They see three or four black people in, inside of a vehicle. They think it's a gun in there. They smell weed, that whole thing. OK, but let me give you a different perspective now on the highway with how they pick out white drivers from black drivers. The way that a lot of weed and drugs are transported from the south to the north and vice versa is through tractor trailers, which is why you have to get weighed. OK, so when you pick up a certain amount of goods and services, you go through a weigh station. You picked up twenty three hundred twenty three hundred pounds of goods and goods and stuff. It's okay. going to offset on your on every every way station you're going through. Your your weight is going to be the same, right? And if it's off a little bit, that's just your gas, but it's not going to be off that much. Okay. If there's drugs or something else on, on inside of your truck, then obviously you're you're going to weigh less or going to lay. You know your weight is going to be off. Oh, I didn't so, know that's why there was. Well, a weight if a state trooper sees a young black individual driving a tractor trailer then they are going to profile that man okay. that on a regular basis. And this happens all the time. Okay. okay. With truckers and in this trucking industry, 
black people are pulled over at a higher rate than whites are. And they obviously, and also Latinos, because they think that we're smuggling drugs on the highway. I am more than certain that they profiled this young man and thought that because that is the only reason with them saying that he didn't stop at a trucking stop to get weighed. There's no other reason that you don't stop or there's no other suspicion other than you're carrying something that you shouldn't be carrying. That is the purpose of weigh stations. Well, thank you for um, giving us that insight. Listen, you guys, we're going to keep uh, this story alive and bring it back up once we figure out more about what happened to Jadarius Rose. But listen, this is why we need to continue to urge Congress to pass the George Floyd uh, Justice and Policing Act, because this is the type of bill that is going to strengthen public safety and hold officers accountable. So um, this is what we need. Rest in peace to George Floyd. Um, our heart goes out to Jarius Rose, um, who is working through this issue at this time. Let's take a quick break, you guys. But when we come back, it's time to do it for the culture. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Stay tuned. You're watching Clapback Culture. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out, down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in. They talked to our lender and saved our home because falling on hard times does not have to mean losing your home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHAF.org. The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine. Hey, I'm Basil Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hit 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Basa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teams, we got you too. Back to Base is Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13 Plus. What will it take to get two dozen powerfully passionate individuals to settle their differences as they hold the future of our nation in their hands? Direct from Broadway, this is 1776. August 2nd through 6th. Tickets available at fifthavenue.org. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Clapback Culture. I'm your girl, Jules Jesse, and I got my co-host, Rado. Big Rado in the building. What's up, y'all? We back. We back. Okay, so we heard on Monday that LeBron James' eldest son, Bronny James, uh, suffered cardiac arrest during his USC practice. He's now recovering. He is no longer in the ICU. Um, His parents, Savannah James and LeBron James, released a statement um, saying that, you know, he's being well taken care of and, you know, they're really glad that he's okay. 
What do we make of this? What do we know next? I think Bronny's only 18. He just graduated from high school last year. And so this is his first year, his freshman year at USC. Um, it's only summer. So I'm assuming this is one of the first couple of practices he's had. And then boom, cardiac, cardiac arrest. Like this is not in the plans. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sad, you know. It just it just makes you tre- cherish life more. You know, Bronny has access to all the money in the world. His dad is damn near billionaire. And he's just really playing the game for the love of it. He's an incredible talent. Um, LeBron and Savannah did a, f- a fabulous job of raising such a respectful young man. And to see him, like, it just... It makes you question a lot, you know. I mean, we're talking, we're not talking about some fat guy. We're talking about a kid who is this who's in the best 18-year-old athlete. Yeah. He's in the best shape of his life. So, you know, to see this happen, it just it just happens, it just it, it makes you ask questions. And you know, I I mean, I blame the um FDA. Um mm-hmm. I, I blame them because um I've been looking at a lot of different things over the last couple of months. And what I look at is specifically that we are the only country that just allows BS to come in our country uh, to be put in our food products and everything like that. And in other countries don't. I mean, what other way could you explain it? You know what I'm saying? So much is going into our food, what we ingest, that it's, it's, it's toxic. I mean, you got this young this young man full of promise. Obviously, we know he's always had the best of health care. Um, for you, you might not know, Jules, not sure um, if you was an athlete all your life or not. But for athletes, we are checked several times a year. We have to get physicals. So even an athlete who who has the worst of care has been seen by many doctors. And you mm-hmm. can just imagine the kind of um, health care that Bronny has, you know what I'm saying, provided with the private doctors and also team doctors that he's been afforded and now he's at USC so USC if you didn't know also has his own doctorate program right so he's being seen by real doctors at USC his training staff are like real doctors right um the best of the best so to see something like this happen is just crazy he's also considered a five-star recruit um Mm -hmm. meaning he's like one of the top players that come come out of high school and he has a promising career he's all Bronny has to do is just play and he'll make it to the NBA. Um, how do you think this how do you think this affects his future? And I, I do I do want to say this. I, I'm not gonna jump to conclusions about why he may um have went into cardiac arrest um and, and whether or not because there are rumors flooding saying that you know the COVID vaccine it could potentially be a reason that um, individuals who did receive the vaccine um, have had this as a symptom. Um, There's also, you know, what's also being brought up is the fact that um, two other uh, USC players also uh, died in the same USC gym. And so there's questions about the ventilation and the safety at the facility. Um, Again, rumors, allegedly, we don't know that to be true. And there's also an issue of whether or not he has a, a heart condition called hypertropic cardiorhythmy. Yeah. Um, and that is where the heart grows and, and beats in a disorganized fashion um, and can cause cardiac arrest. So 
I'm sure that the James family is going to figure out exactly what's going on with their son. And he has probably the best medical team looking into this. Mm -hmm. But regardless of whatever the cause may be, he's an 18 year old superstar who has a natural born talent. Um, it, It breaks my heart because I'm questioning whether or not he will ever play again. And there's two things that I think about. Number one, obviously, Bronny's future and his his dreams and desires to want to be in the league, because in two years he would be able to qualify to go to the NBA. But I also think about LeBron James, who is waiting to retire for the day that he can be on the floor with Bronny. And now that stands probably not going to happen if it is not safe for Bronny to play again. And so what are your thoughts about his future and whether or not you think he'll be able to play again? So it, it, this, this hurts him dramatically. Um, and I say that because this is not like a broken bone or, um, you know, it, this is something that has to directly do with your cardiovascular system. And that's the heart. So you cannot play this game without, you know, running and cutting and doing the things that you need. You need a healthy heart. And I just hate it that, that that this is happening to him because, like I say, he's such a gifted child. Um, one of the stats that you might not have known is that LeBron is the only player in in the NBA from the class of 2002-2003. Mm-hmm. There's no other player. Oh, wow. So he's the only player drafted in that year that still plays in the NBA. Okay. So – do you, but do you know how many people are drafted and coming to the NBA in one given year? So that is just astonishing. You know, Chris Paul came in the 05. He is the only player from 2005 to still be there. So we're talking about people who do, who live life the right way, who eat the right way. Um, everybody knows that LeBron spends over a million dollars a year just on his body. Um, that's been said for so long. He eats the best. He, I mean, he's just in great shape and does it, you know, intentionally right Uh Um, obviously what the father does the son is going to follow so it it, is given foreign foreign entity foreign object um entered that that body you know some kind of vaccine or something like that in which i would believe and of course we know um that the condition that you name um is very common amongst athletes but this this right here is just heartbreaking. He has his whole, you know, we use that saying, um, that saying that like he has his whole life ahead of him. This guy has his whole life ahead of him. Yeah. Um, because it's LeBron's son, I, I hope that this thing was exaggerated. Yeah. And I really hope that he's home and recovering from like just like some kind of mild something that had to do with that, and he's getting fixed up and. You know, he'll be back because the season don't start until November. But, you know, he has time. So Listen, if 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 what's his name? I think his name is James Hamlin. Is that his name? Who was uh, who played for the Bills? Yes. If he is going to come back to the NFL and play again, I think Bronny still has a chance at having a successful career. So we'll see if this is something that was like a freak incident in medical um Listen, you're going to be able to get medical personnel to write this off and say, yes, he can play, right? Like LeBron James can get a doctor to sign off and say it's safe. Um, I hope for the sake of Bronny living, 
despite wanting to fulfill this kind of dream, um, you know, has somebody who errs on the side of caution and says, listen, these are actually what could happen. Like you could have a heart attack, like you may need um, some type of future help. But listen, this is in the infancy. It only happened a few days ago. We're going to keep the James family lifted in our prayers and keep them in our hearts um, and and hold Bronnie in, in our hearts and, you know, and, and pray that he's going to be able to get back on that floor. But speaking of father and son, Rado, interesting story um, that hit social media, right? So there's a post. Um, I didn't bring it to you guys, but I am going to read it uh, to you. So there's a post um, about a father that finds out his nine-year-old son is not his biological child. Now, of course, we've heard a story like this all before, but what makes this interesting is that social media has picked this up because uh, the father in this case made a post on social media and says this, nine years ago, or excuse me, nine years later, I just found out my first son ain't even mine. This is so messed up. I still love you, though. I wish I could tell you myself because I'm all you know. Uh, but your mom got to be held accountable and introduce you to your real dad. SMH, this is supposed to be my junior. You got my full name and everything. What the hell is going on? What are you guys going to tell him when he sees his sister leaving with me and he got to stay? He's mm going to understand. So of course, social media is going crazy about this. And there's two sides to this, right? Like people are saying you need to stay in the son's life because for the last nine years, going on 10 years, this is what you know, right? This is the only father this child knows. And then on the other hand, people are saying, listen, the the mom has to eat this one and she's going to have to make this explanation to her son. So, uh, listen, you have a son, you have a junior, you have two sons and a junior. What do you do in this kind of situation? What, what, what happens? What say you? Well, the first, the first thing I'll say is that the public is wrong because the first thing is that the father has, he should be allotted the choice, right? He should have the choice to do what it is that he wants to do. First of all, it should never be to it, it should never be that he is supposed to do anything. You understand what I'm saying? He should have a choice. Um, for me, I think that the mom needs to be held accountable. I can't speak for all men, but he has every right to allow the real father to raise that son. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all it, a lot goes into um, cultivating the relationship and being a dad. You know what I'm saying? And I, I hate to say it, but your stepchild ain't your ain't like your real child. Now, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate all the stepmoms and stepdads that step up for, for children who are not biologically theirs. But there's a different there's a, a, a different kind of connection when that child came out of you or that child is from you. So, I mean, for me, I can't really say what I would do, um, but I would have that choice mm-hmm. um, and, and I would need time to think about, you know, what that looks like. But. I'm not going to feel no kind of way if I need to go pick up my other kids and this son can't come. Um, I'll tell him the truth, the brutal truth. And I hope that the mom steps in and tell him the truth. But, you know, just shame to her. 
Yeah, I'm tired of I'm tired of these stories. It's millions of it's millions of nasty women that do this. Nasty women that do this. You know, <laughs> I I know I know personally some women who are lying about this, right? Like yeah. they are not only lying to the guy, but they're lying to their child, right? Um, it's, it's, this is never going to pan out well, right? Like this okay. is never the route. If you don't know who your baby father is, it is best to just be honest um, right. because no matter what, this thing is going to come to the light. Um, at some point. And when it does, it's going to do nothing but hurt your child even more. It's going to hurt your child more than it's going to hurt you wanting to be in the relationship with their said father. Um, To wrap this up in a bow, because I want to move on to our last story. To wrap this up, my advice to this father would be this. Listen, you've been in this child's life for nine years. Obviously, the mother is not a mature and responsible adult. If you, if at all possible, because your love for a child doesn't turn off. I think this is someone writing a social media post and being emotional and hurting. I don't think he's going to actually follow through with breaking this little boy's heart um, because he does love him, right? Like your love doesn't just turn off. Now, is our things going to be different moving forward? Absolutely. But I think that he's hurt hurting and wants to hurt the mother in return to the hurt that he's facing. And he is, is going to use the child to say, listen, I'm going to pick up my daughter and I'm rolling out so that the mother can understand the error of her ways. Is that wrong? I'm not going to say it's right. I'm not going to say it's wrong. I'm going to say hurt people, hurt people. And so this is a nasty way for all of these things to kind of spiral out of control, and it sucks. Let me say. Let me say this for this last five. Let me say this for this last five seconds because we got to go to the next topic. I will also advise for them to tell the truth because at the end of the day, that child is going to hate the father for not telling them, and yeah. that child eventually is is going to want want to know who his real father is over who this guy is that put in all his money so that's the part that people don't tell you about yeah you everybody thinking about the child but when that child comes into adulthood that child's going to want to know who his biological father is and he's going to want the love from his biological father over the person that's playing the role but people don't talk about that so it's right to walk away but we'll go let's go to the next topic all right so listen you guys uh cuddy do we have to take another break or can we go straight in we got to go straight in. Okay, we're going straight in. Listen, you guys. Time to clap back. Carly, it is time to come to the front of the congregation. Girl, I got some things I want to say to you. Don't you know the day. Carly Russell, it done come out, child, that she lied about everything. Okay, she's a liar. She lied about the kidnapping. She lied about the child being on the side of the road. She lied about being fed crackers with cheese while she was kidnapped. She lied about the $105 being put in her sock, honey. She lied about it. Let me tell you, Rodney, the only reason a little heifer would lie like this is over some D. Okay, she lied. She lied, Greg. 
She lied about it all. Take that pretty picture down. Put them picture up with them cornrows. You see that picture? Listen, the media dragged Carly Russell. And um, listen, I I would like to be softer on Carly Russell. No, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to drag her today. And I'm going to drag her. She embarrasses women. She embarrasses women and men. This is so embarrassing. Like, Yeah. And for what? To get your man back? Yeah. What what pisses me off more about all of this is not even just Carly Russell. It's the fact that her parents are continuing to stand by her side. Because let me tell you, listen, Rodney and I are real parents. <laughs> if one of these kids decides to deliberately fool and bamboozle the world, the United States of America, and got all these people. Guess what? We dragging them to the yeah. front of the house, and we holding our own yeah. press conference. Yeah. And it's gonna be like, tell them what you did. Tell them what you did. And before that happens, Dad whoops butt. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Listen, this is this is where you whip a grown child. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't. I mean, the level of devastation and frustration absolutely. you must feel as a parent. To have gone on national TV and then your child just made you look like a fool. Because Carly, you look like a fool. Um, And ultimately, you still lost the man. Because my theory is this. The only reason you're going to act so crazy like this is... Okay, so there's allegations of this, you guys. Let Let me calm down. The allegation is that she did all this to get her man's attention because he was breaking up with her or did break up with her. And did. And did. And still did after this. The second part is that she was failing nursing school mm-hmm. and was and did and that she was allegedly stealing from her job and did and did and still got fired. So and charges are coming and charges are coming, uh, girl. Yeah. yeah, the Amber Alert happened, baby is giving okay. that. I, 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 this is my thing, man. Not only did she embarrass herself and all these different things, right? And the parents are super wrong for standing behind her. But it, I, I feel like there should be a, 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 the same way how they're charging her. They need to bring these charges up for individuals, women that lie on guys, you know. And, and th- that was right. my thing. Women that lie on guys to say they raped them and touched them, and we and our whole um, reputation gets ruined and we get locked up but nothing happens when it comes out that it was a lie. They need to be bringing charges on all the women for this nonsense. I'm tired of it. Stop lying. You sitting up, it was a baby involved in everything. How, where did she get a baby from? This gives Jesse Smollett all over again. Like, yes. except oh, worse, worse though, worse. Worse than Jesse Smollett worse. solely because Jesse Smollett vaguely had a, 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 a reason at, like he was trying to make actually it's the same as Jesse Smollett because Jesse Smollett did this because he wanted to continue being on uh, the show he was on yeah. Empire and they were writing his role off because they were losing ratings based on the scene, his homosexual scenes yeah. and they were writing him out of the show so yeah. this was his way of trying to get garner some more attention some favoritism in order to stay on the show. Um, listen, this is, she get, she get, she get donkey of the day, man. And you know, it's like, I understand where she's coming from. You know, she's desperate. She want a man, but she went too far. 
And and the crazy thing about it, you know, it's you stole towels from your job. It's like everybody coming after you. Like everybody. They put them, they put a picture of them cornrows. Why did you take a picture with them cornrows, Carly? What did you do? Girl, why would you like come on? You snatch your wig off and snapped a picture. Mm. The media is funny that they decided to use her ugliest photo after that because she is a she's a good looking girl. Um, this is going to destroy her future. She doesn't have a job. I'm sure she's gonna get put out of school. Um, it's it's not, it's just not giving. I mean, her family she moved to the Midwest, though. She moved to the Midwest, South Dakota, North Dakota, Oregon. She'll be cool there. Look, the smoke will clear and she'll change her name and then things will kind of move on for her. Before we go, I do want to read her boyfriend's statement. Cuddy, if you could just put that up. Um, I love the fact that Thomar is saying, listen, I don't got nothing to do with this. So he's saying Carlin's actions created hurt, confusion and dishonesty. I was made aware of the false narrative after coming to the defense of my ex. Myself and my family's nature was to react in love and genuine concern. We are disgusted from the outcome of this entire situation. I strongly feel exactly like you all, blindsided with Carly's actions. This is still an ongoing investigation, but with all of the recent information and her confession, now we gain closure to this situation. Thank you to all my family and friends in the nation for the support through this. Listen, if this was a person, you guys, we could take it down, Cutting. If there was a person to say, I don't got nothing to do with this. Tamar would be the poster child because basically his statement is just saying, I don't got nothing to do with this heifer. I'm going to wish her well and tell her to go ahead and keep it. Because initially when he was supporting her and defending her, I thought he was involved. Oh, well, when he was supporting her, I didn't I didn't get. Listen, I was totally bamboozled by this because I really thought this girl was kidnapped. And I thought the boyfriend was really just standing by her side and really searching for her. I didn't think he had. Listen, listen, Jews, we could go on and on about this forever, man. Look like we out of time. I'm sorry, America, man. You know I want to tear her up. But if you guys want to see more, hear more about this, catch us next Thursday. We'll be here like always. Clap back. All right, Rado, when you're not here on Clapback Culture, where can I find you? You can catch me at Rado007 on all platforms. Last week, I gave y'all the Gmail and Jews went crazy on me, so I won't do that. But TikTok, Instagram, Facebook is R-O-D-D-O-E-007. Catch me there. See you there. Good, good. And you guys know where you can find me, Instagram and Twitter at Treasure of J-U-L-E-S. You know what it is. And TikTok. I'm going to start posting on there. But listen, let us know what you want to talk about next week. Pull up, slide through our DMs, send us a show topic. We want to make sure we're talking about the things you want to hear about. Until next week, have a great weekend. Be peaceful. We out. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.